L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the show where we talk about video games. Jackson. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, Mr. Ed Craig. <laughs> I don't have a rhyme for that. I was quoting the Mr. Ed theme song. <laughs> Wait, did I go early? No, I never know where to end the song when you guys don't do it together. <laughs> well, we did do it together, but apparently Craig is upset at my mention of Mr. Me, it Ed. It threw me for a loop. Oh, man. I, and, then, and then I felt like I had to compete and like 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 also have a rhyme like that and then i was like i i got nothing i'm fucked i i don't know how my mention of an <laughs> old 1950s tv show about a talking horse could have possibly thrown you off on our video game <laughs> podcast speaking of which that's what this is this is gaming through the generations it's a show where we take a video game ip we talk about its past its present and its future i'm jack sparger i'm craig johnson and sitting diagonally from us wearing the backwards cap hitting buttons listening on headphones it's Logan Adam Schultz! You know it. Yeah, boy. Yeah, oh, boy, Jablinski. Nope. Nope, not You're that. Not trademark, trademark. I'm sorry. Yep, not Jablinski. Dude, Jack Crispy. He's coming to Cedar Rapids. He is. Tenacious D is coming. And, and I believe I my brother is seeing him. Yeah, I really want to go. I just saw Rammstein uh, yeah. this weekend, and they were... Absolutely amazing! It is the best show I've ever been to in my life. For guys that are like in their like late fifties, I think uh, they killed it. Do, do hast, do hast mish. People, Classic. okay. Quick thing about that: people are always like, "Oh, he's like saying you hate." Well, do hast can mean you hate or you have. It just depends on the spelling of it. But like that's it's like a double entendre. Well, what's the third word? Do hast mish. Then so you either hate me or you have me. Because you, you have, have me. you have me is also sexually. That's a fr- uh, yeah. It's like a wedding uh, kind of you know. Hey, anyways, what do we talk about? We're talk- oh wait. Well, we, first we got to talk about news. You just you would just do that. You just cut me off. Right I would in the middle of talking because like I realized how, how the hell I realized that I'm a big fuckhead and I forgot. I'm still trying to talk right now. And you keep, I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess the whole episode last time was news. That's kind of true, actually. The whole ep- the whole last episode was kind of news. But you know what? There's always room for a little bit of news, at least some WTF news here and there. Yeah. But I don't really have anything after uh, GamesCon, to be honest, other than uh, the uh, the new free rotation is up for multiverses. Oh, nice. I uh, let's see. I have. I want Moonbreakers, and I want Dark Tide. We know Jackson. Jackson, we know. And that's that's about all I got for news. You got any news, Logan? I have a few things for you that I think you should discuss. Oh, okay. Um, nice. The biggest thing, if I don't know if you were following this story or not, but I'm curious to get your opinions on this. But Sony announced that the PlayStation 5... <laughs> Did you just hit your knee with the microphone? I need the microphone. Again, we need a button for every time I hit the microphone. So if you're <laughs> keeping track, take a drink at home. I'll work on it. <laughs> uh, Sony announced the PlayStation 5 would be receiving a price increase in other countries except the U.S. Why? That's interesting. Uh, The original story had Sony Interactive Entertainment revealed that it raised the price of PlayStation 5 consoles, both versions, in multiple markets around the world. Uh, The global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. Oh, piss off. We are seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, SIE has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price of PlayStation 5 in select markets across Europe, Middle East, and Africa, Asia-Pacific, you know, a bunch of places. There will be no price increase in the United States. While this price increase is a necessity given the current global economic environment and its impact on SIE's business, our top priority continues to be improving the PS5 supply situation so that as many players as possible can experience everything the PS5 offers and sells to come. Uh, in general, I'm trying to see... Raise the price all you want, man. No one can get your fucking system anyway. 
Hey, Sony, I don't know if uh, you guys maybe forgot this, but uh, you're Sony. You have so much money. So much money. You're fine. You're I, literally fine. Like, it seems weird to me. And side note, both oh, Microsoft yeah. and Nintendo have released official statements saying they were not increasing their prices. Yeah, right, of because not. you don't actually have to. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't understand. It's it's such it's it's such the global market the way pfft, fuck you Sony it's it's don't give me that bullshit like they're because here's the thing their numbers for the Sony five probably are like not great because you sold like ten of them mm-hmm. like it's like oh we're not making our return because you're barely selling any yeah. of them that's yep. fucking why you dumb shits yeah like I I don't know man and it's it's weird that you would. Especially, like, your Japanese market, right? Like, right. that's your home base. That's where people love you. That's where people buy you almost exclusively, you and Nintendo. Yeah. Like, I. why would you punish them so you don't punish us? Because the price like, increase be smaller if you upped ours, too? And you want to know what I think part of it probably is? They're probably like, oh, we can raise the price in these other countries and be fine. Because we know if we tried to raise the price in the United States, the United States is very, very vocal on the internet. Very v- People in the U.S. love to shout to the fucking hilltops on Twitter and shit in the U.S. But people in other countries don't do that as much. So they're like, if we did it in the U.S., we would be constantly bombarded on the internet. But if we do it for these other countries, we can probably be fine and not get constant harassment. It's like... No, fuck you. Yeah, you're going to get harassment anyway for using the words raising prices. Sorry, for using the phrase in this global market. Eh, fuck you. The, the market that has proven to be incredibly beneficial for companies, profit margins for a lot of major corporations were great over COVID. That's, it's, man, as bad, as dumb, as stupid, I hate it. Stupid. What do you think, Logan? Uh, I get it, but that's I think the capitalist in me. Like I just, you know, you got you got. I I guess the capitalist in me says, "Cool, I'll just move over to PC." Right, you don't have to buy it exactly, and I won't. That's the other side (laughs) of that argument. Um, it just means it's gonna you're shooting yourself in the foot. I think, but that's fine. Now, uh, one other interesting piece of Sony news this week: they acquired Savage Game Studios. And they will join the company's newly created PlayStation Studios mobile division. Oh. I don't even know what they've made. Making Puzzle Puzzle Quest 2. Aha. Uh-huh. Making Gem... What, what was that? What was Candy Crush? Candy Crush. <laughs> Candy Crush 5. So they released a, a blog post on the PlayStation blog, of course. Um, they have entered into a definitive agreement to acquire Savage Game Studios. Uh, they've yeah, made a bunch of games. They're going to be making mobile games. Uh, the big thing is they've, they, they're they building a new mobile arm for their company, for PlayStation. Um, thoughts on that? Mobile gaming is a hard thing to do. Right. Properly. It's, yeah, it's a hard thing to do right. It's very easy to make. Oh, <laughs> extremely. Um, but, uh, I mean, when you enter the realm of microtransactions... When you enter the realm of 90% of people have shitty controls, so what kind of game are you going to make? Right. Uh, it can really be detrimental. Like, some some do it really well. League of Legends Wild Rift? Fantastic. Infinity Plays Blade was great. Su- <laughs> back in 2006. Back in 2006. <laughs> uh, but Wild Rift did a great job. It's League, but it's not. Like, it's it, it has everything that makes League League, but it's faster paced, and it's built from the ground up for mobile, and it feels really good. Right. Um, but like, I mean, I played the Mega Man X port on my cell phone back in the day and it doesn't feel good playing with those slippy slidey controls. Genshin Impact is another example of doing, taking what would be a quote triple A title, right? In its production and its look and its, its feel and turning it into a phone game. I don't know what, I don't know what Sony's going to do to avoid another Diablo Immortal. Yeah, because, I mean, when you have these, like, major companies making mobile games, you either have the ones that understand how mobile games work 
uh, and know how to make a good mobile game. And then the ones that think that you can uh, just make a game that you would have made on like a console or something like that, and then put just cram it with even more microtransactions, and that's how mobile gaming works. That's what that's what their idea of mobile gaming is, and it's like that's you know that ain't, that ain't quite right. No. So we'll see what route they take. And Savage Game Studios appears to be a brand new studio, right? Yeah. And its co-founders had a hand in mobile franchises like Clash of Clans and Angry Birds, right? I mean, Anger- so the pedigree's there. Angry Birds was a fun game. It was also just. A Flash game yes. remade. Um, Clash of Clans is a game that existed, and I didn't play it. I didn't play it. And either. I had... Uh, but it was big. Yeah, it was... It was. Wait, 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 wait. Was Clash of Clans... Was that the one with cards? No. Where you had the three towers? What was no. that one called? That was also made by them. Was that like Clash Royale? Or something yeah, like that was Clash Royale. Yeah. I played Clash Royale, because Clash Royale was fun and fast. I hate quote-unquote strategy games that are basically just sit there and farm shit games yeah. that actually have very little strategy at all. And they're like, but look, when you battle, you do all... No, pff, fuck you. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, I hate those kinds of games. And it doesn't matter if you put a Lord of the Rings skin on it. It doesn't matter if you put a Clash of Clans skin on it. It doesn't matter if you put a fucking Game of Thrones skin on it. Bad game's a bad game. You heard it here for the first time ever, folks. A bad game... It's a bad game. It's a bad game. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. Bad game is a bad game. Uh, just lightning round thing. Shovel Knight Dig is coming out in September, on September 23rd. I dig I, it. I don't know what that is, but I love me some Shovel Knight, baby. I don't know baby. what it is either. Uh, I hate fighting Shovel Knight and Rivals. Oh, Nathan. wait. It's, is that the phone one? Yeah. Oh, I, I would try that. Switch, PC, and iOS via Apple Arcade. Yeah, I trust I trust those developers, actually, quite a you bit. You can dig it? Yeah. They announced that... Uh, they are making a new Mafia game. Interesting. The that last one did very well. I yeah, I was gonna, like, yeah, that last one did not do so hard. Mafia 2 was great. I didn't play any of the Mafia games. I played all not of Mafia my, 2. Uh, not my cup of tea. I don't really like uh, Mafia stuff. I think it's kind of boring. Netflix has canceled its Resident Evil series after just one season. Yeah, I did oh, hear that. Oh, darn. I, was yeah. gonna wa- I still haven't watched that. I want to. I feel like, Logan, did you ever watch it? I'm not a Resident Evil guy. But uh, me neither. But I heard I that am. it was a faithful adaptation. Right. Like I heard it was good. Uh, it it had Lance Reddick as uh, uh, Wesker. I wish I were Lavar Burton. <laughs> I wish I were Lavar Burton. That is one of my favorite <laughs> moments <laughs> on the internet ever. Have you not seen that? Need a new. Yeah, desk. I don't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so it's Lance Reddick on. Uh, no, 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 no. Just leave it at that. Uh, join, <laughs> join us in the post show and maybe we'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna know. watch it. Just look up Lance Riddick. I wish I were Lamar. Lamar Burton. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a weird yeah. adaptation. Yeah. The more like true quote unquote adaptation would have been the movie that just dropped like two years ago, three years ago, mm. where they like actually made the mansion from Resident Evil One. Oh snap! Like. As close to the game as they possibly could. Yeah. And it was very campy and very much like the cutscenes in the original Resident Evil. Right. Because uh, the first Resident Evil is campy as shit. Oh my god, it's wonderful. And Jill sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I adore that franchise. I really do. Um, but I didn't see that movie either. And I didn't see the TV show. And mm. I let him down. I let you, my family yeah, down. You let him down. Then I let my country down. You did. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jackson, <laughs> that that's the title of this episode. Jackson's apology? <laughs> question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that's that kind of bums me out a bit, but it looks interesting. They've been, yeah, that's just been happening a lot. A lot of shows are just being, are being like canceled after like one season. Yeah. I, you know, I fully, I think House of the Dragon might get canceled. Ah, that's fine. Just because, like, it's been. I mean, it was the most watched show on HBO ever. Yeah, but I, like this Discovery merger and stuff. There's a real chance that they'll just be like, eh, no, fuck it, and then just cancel it. Well, and replace it with a show about penguins. Yeah, penguins. Penguins. Medieval penguin murder. <gasps> House of penguins. House of penguins. House of penguins. House of penguins. And it's like, like, it's the story of what's his face, the one that goes newt newt. I. What newt, do they call newt. that guy? He has a name. I oh, pengu. 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 Yeah. Uh, Netflix is making a Bioshock film. What? Netflix is making a Bioshock film, which we knew. Um, but I they've, didn't. They've now hired a director and writer for it. The director is Francis Lawrence, director of I Am Legend, The Hunger Games Catching Fire, and Slumberland. 
Mm-hmm. And the writer is Michael Green, writer of Loga, Blade Runner 2049, and American Gods. Interesting. I, someone who, controversial opinion here. I'm, I'm fully aware I'm in the minority here. As someone who didn't like 20 Blade Runner 2049, I also didn't like the original either. Amazing aesthetics. Bad story. What? Uh, <laughs> I, I will. What? I, I think they were. I they think <sighs> they're yeah. My uh, phone has fallen asleep. Uh, but uh, fight about it in the post show. We'll fight about it in the post show. Uh, but uh, that like you know, that makes me want like hopefully it'll be good. But as someone who has seen many a video game adapt- adaptions, well, as someone who is big in the video game community and knows what happens to many video game adaptions. I'm hopeful it'll do well. I never really played Bioshock, but it's a it's the kind of story that would really interest me. I'm sorry. Did you say you've never played Bioshock? I've never played Bioshock. Why do you keep saying adaption instead of adaptation? I don't care about oh, that. Oh, yeah, they're adaptation. <laughs> I don't care. I'm more upset about you not having played the first Bioshock. Do you know like what happens in the first Bioshock? Or would you be going in blind if I like pulled up Bioshock right now? I wouldn't be going in blind. I, I know vaguely what happens. Um, you know, uh, I know like the ending and all that, but, uh, you know about Andrew Ryan? I don't really know much of what happens like in it, in it, but I know like how it starts and how it ends pretty much. Uh, I adore the world of Bioshock. But that's, 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 as I was saying, that's a franchise that could get a good like adaptation and work. Whereas I, I'm going to be totally honest real quick. The last of us just recreating the story, but live action I'm gonna be honest. Just play the game. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's that. Like, I don't really see a huge point for that because I it's also like, do not either. Just play the game or watch someone play it. And guess what? There's plenty of silent playthroughs. Yeah, you can just watch that because there's some games where it's like it's so story heavy that it pretty much already is just yeah. a movie. So why watch a adaptation when? You could just play, or someone watch someone play the thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard, right? Like, because then on the other hand, you have Halo, the Halo show, which is bad, right? Because they did nothing that's actually involved with exactly. Halo, like so at it's, all. It's a fine line where it's like you know you want you want a story that is involved in the world, but maybe not the main story. Yeah, definitely don't want to just retell the main like. If you just tell me the Bioshock story again, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I, I've done this. Right. I know this. I don't. I don't need to see it again. You can make it in the world. Just I don't need to retread it. And that's the world of Bioshock. Luckily, is so lore heavy and rich that you could set something in Rapture. I'm assuming that they're making it in Rapture and not in uh, the Infinite third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in Infinite's world. I don't think anything's come out yet. They haven't even written it. So. Yeah. Um, well, it better be in Rapture because Rapture is way better. Yeah. Uh, and have it be like almost expansy mm-hmm. in the way that it's told. Right. Because like I, I totally get it's like oh we want to tell this story to people who maybe don't play video games or something like that. And I I, I definitely get that aspect of yeah. it. But you know inherently a large base of your audience is going to be people who probably played the game. Yeah. Because in the modern era, modern modern era. The modern uh, era. Thanks, a lot Justin of, McElroy. I know. <laughs> uh, a lot of people play video games. Like, yeah, most people do. Yeah, we're we're reaching at least at least a third. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's cool. It's a yeah. Cool, it's cool really cool. Time to be alive. <laughs> and your last thing is uh, both your WTF news. Oh, here we go. And also a new segment. I'm going to combine them. Oh, Ooh. I like it. Okay, I'm here for it. I haven't listened to this sound effect, but I'm going to play it anyway. And I'm going to say that this is, uh, we're visiting the rumor mill. Ooh. That's good. I like that. That's the mill. That's that's, that's the mill. That's the mill, that's the mill right one. there. <laughs> I never thought about what a mill <laughs> like would what a mill. Like. What a mill would sound like. But, but yeah, probably that's it. probably what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Warner Brothers has filed a trademark. I did see this. For the Bugs Bunny meme, Big Chungus. Big yeah. Chungus! Big Chungus for multiverses. Yep, Let's go. Multiverses, baby. Let's and do it. Many think it is for an addition to fighting game multiverses. It, that would make 
absolute sense. Oh, one hundred percent. Either as like a character, or most likely as like either like a ring out effect, an emote, or some, or like a a, a profile. And don't photo. get me wrong, it's a dead meme. Oh, a hundred percent dead. But man, it's a good one. But, we're but good the- on WB for like leaning into it. One hundred percent. Like they've got a handle on the zeitgeist right now, and yeah. they're. They know. They're seizing it. Now, do you think the lever lean on the fact that they now they have claimed ownership of Meat Canyon's version of Bugs Bunny? Oh God. Wait, have they? So uh if if you if you've never heard of Meat Canyon, uh don't he makes really like wild and like fucked up video like animated videos the Ed, Ed and Eddie one continues to haunt ones it's terrifying multiple continue to haunt my dreams they're terrifying but he did one with Bugs Bunny um I'm not going to explain it because uh that would be a bad idea but uh if you're going to look him up just just know that it involves themes of uh fucked up edness fucked up edness go into it with caution but Warner Bros. claimed that video, saying that it was their intellectual property and he's not allowed to use it, which technically means that they own that version of Bugs Bunny. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. I do like Big Chunk as being a multiverses. I am double wide surprise. (laughs) I'm pro Chungus. All right, are we going to talk about what we came here to talk about? <laughs> let's let's do that. Let's talk about what we're here for. We are here to talk about games that we feel deserve a sequel. Games that haven't gotten one, but boy, they should. Maybe in the future we'll talk about games that never should have gotten a sequel. But oh, these yeah, are games that, that should have fucking... Either a sequel or a, a, a just like a third, a fourth, or a prequel or whatever. I don't care. Just do a we, follow-up game or do something. Do we hit our, our honorable mentions first? I think we probably should, let's, right? Let's, yeah, let's cut down our honorable mentions. So, uh, this is fitting, considering that we were just talking about doing a phone game right. <laughs> There's a little phone game. It's a mobile game. Not many people know of it. It's called Pokemon Go. What was that? Was that just because I like it's Pokemon just, Go? It's just Pokemon Go? Just... Just a, I like a, it. a good game. It's nice. I like it. Gay game. Uh, <laughs> if I could go back and relive that summer over again. Yeah, man. The the beautiful bliss of 2016 Pokemon Go. Wow. So, what a time to be alive. I love Pokemon Go's ability to bring people together in a weird way. The socialness of it yeah. back when it was social. The real world interaction. Uh, it's all great fuck me the gameplay is bad and by that i mean the catching of pokemon sucks the battling with pokemon mega sucks have you played it recently i have um it's on my phone i play it at work when i'm on my break so you're still playing it Uh, i i'm playing it off and on right as most people do and all you need to do in the quote-unquote sequel doesn't need to be a sequel you just make a big update call it pokemon go 2 is, uh, it would have to be a big update because what I want is I want the actual gameplay of Pokemon. Right. I want to be able to have a team of six and battle people and battle wild Pokemon to level up my dudes. Like, I want it to, I don't want this level up bullshit mm-hmm. of like, let me turn you into fucking candy and feed you sprinkles and you'll. No, <laughs> I don't want that. I want to be like, cool, I got my four moves. I fight you, I level up. I fight you again, I level up, and then I evolve because I fought you to level up. Right, like you want the like the really fun aspects of Pokemon where you're actually walking around, you're finding like the Pokemon, like gyms are like, you know, notable locations and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I love when it that. comes to the actual like fighting uh, of like the Pokemon stuff, like you want just like an actual Pokemon I game. I want an actual Pokemon game. Yeah. I would never stop playing if it played like a Pokemon game. Dude, would you want to keep the AR aspect of it? Uh yeah, yeah, I think I think I that's think that'd cool. be really cool. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what I wanted when it released, right? That's what I was excited for. And catching Pokemon is exciting when you like find a rare one. You're like, yeah. oh shit, like that's cool. But it's fleeting. And you can keep that gimmick. You just have to fight them first. Yeah, yeah. And you just keep the thing you've been doing with like when they randomly spawn, they have the random IVs. You keep all that. Yeah. You just make combat Pokemon combat. Mm-hmm. 
and then suddenly I care. If you could, it would be awesome if you could do stuff where it's like if you're in like a wooded area, you're more likely to catch yes, Pokemon yeah. that would belong there because that, you know, that that like gives reason to travel yep. and all that kind of stuff and get out and about. And as much fun as tapping my phone screen as fast as I can is, and by that I mean it certainly isn't, <laughs> I would much rather have the turn-based... Uh, I don't want to say intellectual combat, but I don't know if you ever watched competitive Pokemon. There's a fact ton of strategy right. that comes behind competitive Pokemon. I know people just like, why wouldn't you just spam Hyper Beam all the time? If you try that against an actual person who plays competitive slaughtered. Pokemon, you will get destroyed. The first time you get, uh, what is the move? Um, not Topsy Turvy. The one that makes slow Pokemon act first and fast Pokemon act slow. Oh, yeah. It will blow your mind. Trick Room. It will blow your mind. Uh, so that's, that's There's nothing my... more terrifying than a Snorlax running at you in a dead sprint. Yeah. So that's my <laughs> that's my big honorable mention. Uh, bef Craig, before you hop in, I, really quick, I have to do this or I'm going <laughs> to mind. Yeah, go for it. Uh, you said the words Pokemon Combat, and it instantly took me back to 2000. Yeah. And put this in my head. Oh my god, yes. Do you know this? No. A Pokemon combat. I know this one. Yeah, this was the uh, from the Pokemon trading card game. This is they amazing. Made a really terrible, unlicensed Pokemon trading card game DVD. All about the game and how to play and all that. With this guy. Yep. And I watched it a hundred times. This is giving me heavy, like, uh, what's his name? The guy that made the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Uh, the white. Oh, Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Yeah. His, like, TMNT rap thing. Uh, shout out to. I watched this actually, like, just a few months ago, I believe, with shout out to my buddy Derek Claren. Uh, who might be on the show if I get in my way? Um, he uh, he and I played Pokemon trading card game three nights ago. We played the old Watsy Pokemon trading card game. How'd it go? And that was great. I played his his old Venusaur deck, and he rocked some some raw, uh, Sand Slash deck. Oh Ooh. man, I want to play some Pokemon cards. Dude, now. it was great. Mm -hmm. I love. I love the Pokemon cards. We had a shit ton. Like my uh, brother James had like a literally he had the whole like booklet full yeah of them we we wild. aren't a trading card game show um, we are not so i won't delve too much into my opinions of what is wrong with the pokemon card game but i will say because we are about 30 minutes ago. yeah no. <laughs> i will say it's a great card game it's very fun um hmm. it's a nice little mix of magic and Yu-Gi-Oh. well nice and what a great entry point and what a great exactly entry point. uh so i have two honorable mentions okay um my first up is, goddamn! I would love to get a new Blinks the Time Sweeper game. <laughs> Man, okay. <laughs> to be fair, that one did get a sequel. It did get a sequel that was uh, not as well received. I never played the sequel because I heard it was different and weird. Yeah. Uh, I loved the first one, though. Oh, I did, too. I played a lot of that. The idea of a platformer where you can control time, because you had Prince of Persia where you yeah. can rewind time, but with Blinks, you can fuck around with time and I feel like a like a new Blinks game could like go hard into like just like manipulating time, fast forwarding things, slowing things down, stopping time. You know, like fucking like. And Blinks came out in that weird age of I don't want to call it a platformer renaissance because it wasn't, but it was like as we were making the change to PS2 and Xbox. It seemed like every game that was coming out was like a Jack and Daxter or yep. a Tie the Tiger that were all trying to be a Sly Cooper that were all trying to be these new it, I like these new flagship platforms. Yeah, it was an era of mascots and Xbox wanted theirs and they didn't want Master Chief because they felt that he was just like too adult. Should have uh, been Master Chief. And, and it kind of is. And, and he is now. He yeah. pretty much is Xbox's mascot. But uh, at the time, they were like, we need a mascot. What about this orange cat thing? Well, don't worry, guys. The furries will love him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to be honest. 
I love Blinks. Oh, I do too. I love him. He's oh great. Such I, a good, such a good design with like that weird hoodie thing. Yeah, he's got like yeah. the like I as someone you know. This is no surprise coming from someone who loves like the design of jet the Jet Set radio games. Oh like, yeah, that those like so weird like sort of futuristic looking clothes. He's got like the big shoes and yeah. stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I just love it. I fucking love it. Uh, and I, I would I would love to see what a modern Blinks game could look like. Yeah. I, keep it a platformer. Don't try to make it. What I'm like, But, I mean, being able to fuck around with time is something that, like, I feel like a modern take could go even harder yeah. on. Because it's not as limited by hardware stuff. 100%. I'm reading a, a quick article over on Pure Xbox from Ben Carey, who says that Stray's success... Um, could be a gateway for more cat-focused games such as Blinks. Looking at you, Blinks. Yeah, come on, Blinks. Like, give it to me. Stray is actually just the Blinks reboot. Oh, where he's just a real cat. Yeah, it's just mm. the retelling. Interesting. <laughs> the gritty reboot. <laughs> the yeah. gritty reboot. And all the pigs are now robots. And what's your other one? My other one is uh, probably to nobody's uh, surprise of anyone who has ever wanted a sequel for a game, uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. I am baffled that we haven't gotten a second Republic Commando game. It was supposed to. We were supposed to get, uh, I think it was like Imperial Commando or something like that. It was supposed to be. Oh, a, that makes sense. Yeah, the sequel was in, like them as like, well, I, I don't know if, uh, I can't remember his name. It was the, the like the boss s- would the, Yeah, the squad like post-Empire imperial order 66 if you remember uh spoiler alert not all of them make it back oh weird <laughs> but um like it's like now it's order 66 now they're imperials yeah and like that kind of that would yeah. be really fun to like hunt jedi i would love to get that game not made yeah. by ea uh i would love to get that game made by a company that knows what they're doing yeah because I don't know, man. Like, the f- story mode to Battlefront was That's pretty true. fun. But I feel like we could, like, uh, just a really good first-person squad-based shooter. Yeah. And you could, like, you could have even more fleshed-out commands Yeah, and like stuff Battlefield Bad Company 2, but Star Wars. Right. Like, I think that would do really, really well right now. I agree. Um, and it's, yeah, it, you're like you said, it is baffling that we have not gotten that at all. Not yeah. even an attempt. No, not even, not... Not an inkling of not it. Not touching the IP at all. Yeah. I do not understand. It's it's very strange. It's one of the me. most like well received Star Wars games ever. People, it's and got a huge cult following. I know, and they're you just still play it today. Just sitting on it. Just sitting on the thing. Well, with that said, Jackson, should we take a little quick break? And then when yeah. we come back, we'll talk about take a breaky break. We'll talk about the games that we really desperately want a sequel of. Jackson's is a bit of a hidden gem. Mine's more well known, but. Uh, we still have nothing like it, but when we come back, we'll hit you with our uh, beautiful sequels. A lot of hitting. A lot of hitting. That we're gonna do this. When, you come, when we come back, we're going to beat the living shit out of you. Just like right now, Logan is going to hit you with the air. Oh, I'm starting to record. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that. <clears throat> hey. Hey. It's season two. Season two. Of what do you want to talk about? The podcast where two friends take turns surprising each other with topics to talk about. That's right. She's Lindsay and I am Jason and we are both parents and comedy writers. Yeah, it's like Pollyanna meets... Friedrich Nietzsche. Yeah, or like, I, I would assume that's correct. Yeah, I don't know pretty, that person. Pretty, pretty correct, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like flowers meet... The stuff that people pile on, you know, grave sites and... Your, your, bodies and your dirt. Well, you know. That's dark. And we've added a new segment to the show called the Rando Mo. It's a random moment because we want to know what you want us to talk about. And you can send in your ideas and suggestions, and we put them on little pieces of paper, and we put them in a jar, and we shake them up, and then we don't have any control over what we are then told we need to talk about. You decide. Yay! If you want to decide, you can send it to laspodcastnetwork.com slash what do you wanna, W-A-N-N-A. This podcast comes out every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you can find your podcasts. This show was produced and distributed by LAS Podcast Network. To support this show and other shows like it, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash 
Plus. You can find our podcast anywhere that you get your podcast hit, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or from that creepy dude with the top hat and the trench coat eating that Reuben sandwich that's just half soaked in mayo in the dark alley. Nice. He's the guy with the good podcast. It just be that you score your podcast in a dark alley with a guy wearing a trench coat? Reuben. Mayonnaise. You brought mayonnaise into the mix. Yeah, it should have been Thousand Island. Oh. It was such a mistake. Should have been Thousand Island. Can you put something together from all that? Or do you want, you want me to do one more? <laughs> L-A-S. I can't believe this is happening. Holy shit. The Groove Life Podcast is back! That's right! It's the Groove Life Podcast, everybody. What is groove, you may ask? It can be summed up so easily. Like... I mean, some people brew beer. Some people, fish. like, play music. A good sticky they rice. Like to, uh, uh, they, they like to... Fishing. They like fish sauce. They like sauce. They like sauce. They like to... Peanut butter sauce. Dreams. Spaghetti sauce. Drawing sauce. Barbecue sauce. I say... I think I already said that one. Oh. You're a griller. <laughs> Everyone's a fucking griller. Spearing. Spearing? What the hell is spearing? There's nothing better than just sitting outside on my swing in front of my house with my beautiful wife, having a nice glass of red vino, and watching the sun go down. Now that's groove. I kind of said that with an Italian accent because, I don't know, try and say vino with no accent. It's not possible. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit GrooveLifePod.com. You can also get bonus content, extended interviews, and ad-free versions of the show, as well as benefits throughout the community and across the network by subscribing to LAS Plus. For more information, visit LASMediaNetwork.com slash plus. The Groove Life comes out every other Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, hit you with the freaking ads. Craig, uh, Craig, uh, stop uh, it. <sighs> don't hit them with the ads. No? Well, I mean, if they don't want to be hit with the ads, they uh, can always go to LAS+. What the hell's that? Oh, if you go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus, you can get into our exclusive streaming service. Wait, so if they go to lasmediagroup.com slash plus and they become a plus member, they won't get beaten the crap out of with my fists? Yeah, Logan won't hit... And ads? Well, mostly the ads. Uh, Then they also get cool things like bonus episodes from shows like us and every other show on the network. They also get exclusive deals at live shows. They also get exclusive deals on merch. They also get a sweet kiss from us in our bonus episode. And they get the knowledge, the comfort that they are supporting local creators and helping us create a community. Subscribe to LASmediagroup.com slash plus. It's only $10 a month and you won't get beat up. It's true. That's true. It's I, a proven fact. Plus members uh, are statistically less likely to be bullied. By um, Craig. By me. Specifically. <laughs> Specifically. Yes, yes. We cannot talk for anyone else, but by me, 100%. LASmediagroup.com slash plus. LASmediagroup.com slash plus. It's not technically a threat. LASmediagroup.com <laughs> <laughs> slash plus. It's not, not technically, technically a threat. threat. Uh, There's another t-shirt for you. All right. <laughs> This is it. These are the big ones. Do you want to go first? Or should I go first? Uh, you know what? Did you each just pick one? I did. Yeah. I yeah. I have one that I could Got talk it. about for hours. Yeah. Uh, you well, I mean, you did go first last time, but I talked last, so I don't know. I mean, I, I can go. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how many listeners will know what this game is. You know what? We'll we'll go with you first. Okay. We'll go with you. Because so, I, I talked about my thing last. We'll go with you now. This is... I think I've actually mentioned it on the show. I think I've brought it up before. Uh, this is arguably the, quote, rarest game in my collection. Is it made by Rare? Um, no. <laughs> uh, but I, I think, also thought it might have been I think it's <laughs> valued somewhere at, like, 150 right now. Whoa. Moonbase um, Commander? No, I wish. <laughs> it is a little gem on the Nintendo GameCube called... Excuse me. Called Gotcha Force. Hell yeah! It is uh, a incredible 
anime based. It's made by uh, Hal Laboratories. Ah. Um, you are a kid, and one night, and life is a nightmare. These living toys fall from space into your town, and you bond with this toy named G Red, who's like the leader of this faction of toys. Kind of like Transformers. It's kind of right. like uh, Optimus Prime. And you go around town beating up other kids' toys with your toys. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Was there a version of this game that was like on the fucking like Game Boy or something like that? No, you're thinking of Custom Robo, I believe. Where you also like you have toys and you fight other people's toys with your like toy robot yes okay because that's what i like when you said i was like oh my god was there a gamecube so, version of that game gotcha force is a third person huge arena shooter oh. not shooter but like combat game but every mission you do logan's pulled up the game yeah so every mission you, you do you unlock new toys almost in like a gotcha type system that you can add to your force that as you level up you get a bigger capacity to add bigger and better toys uh it fucking slaps. The game's incredible. The gameplay is like, you know, press A to attack. But like, you've got the gunslinger guy who has like a longer range than G Red. Right. G Red's got a big sword. Some dudes have more moves than others. You have a dodge button, so it's very much skill based on how you dodge. It's very cartoony and fun and stylized. Some people have jetpacks, so you can fly. Other people have dodge rolls. It's just, it's so. Good, and then you've got like a super god mode. Oh, this looks cool as shit. It's great, and then you've got like a uh, up in the top. There's a, a bar that shows you. Oh, yep, that's a uh, battle girl. I think is her name. I don't remember. I know that I ran her a lot. She has like this little SMG, and then a rocket launcher is her her right. ultimate move. Uh, the capacity of the enemy is up in the top left, and sometimes they ran like there were bonus missions that had like a superhero squad. That were the people that I always try to unlock and play that could morph right. into like Power Ranger. It's it's really good. It's really good. And I'm amazed that they never made a sequel or mentioned the game again. How yeah. Laboratories just kind of like buried it under the rug for some reason. Because I mean, like, obviously Nintendo has been known to sometimes just like be almost like a one and done, or maybe like a, a couple and done. Yeah. Now you have zero. Uh but this likes like this looks like something that I'm surprised we haven't seen anyone, and maybe we have, and it just flew under the radar, but I'm surprised we haven't seen anyone, like, emulate this. Yeah, like, and make something like it. Yeah, you just, like, you collect your fighters and stuff like that, and you fight in this, like, arena against yeah. these robots. And for the GameCube, which, let's be honest, didn't do shooters great, Right. the auto-lock-on system... Uh, really makes it so that you don't need to worry about it. It makes it feel really arcadey, and like you just gotta dodge. You know what I mean? Which like, I am totally, and, and this is something that I, I feel like I've talked about before. Uh, games today always seem like they're afraid to be arcadey. Yeah, and I'm like, no, you can you can rock the arcadey feel. Like sometimes that feels way better than trying to be too like complex or too realistic. Exactly. With it. Like. Arcadey games can be super fucking fun. That's my boy, Revolver Gunman. Wow, look at that man. Look at that boy. I, I mean. ran him. I ran him in every squad forever. <laughs> and like, there's the ninja guy and the samurai guy. Uh, and there were rare bots that you could get, and it felt really good when you got them. Oh, such cool as shit. It's great. Gotcha Force is great. Well, now I want a custom Robo game. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would love a Gotcha Force two for like the Switch. Um, it would be really cool and nice for my bones. For your bones. For my bones. Yeah, I, like, yeah, like I said, I'm surprised we haven't seen anyone try to do something like this since, because I've not seen a game like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it didn't do great in the States. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's a pretty obscure this, game. And that, that doesn't surprise me, because this seems like the type of game that, if we're talking GameCube era, wouldn't do that hot in the States, because, yeah. like, this is before, like... This is when everybody wanted to be like gritty. Yes. Yeah. And that was a huge. Uh, yeah. This fucking axe knight, I think, is his name. Yeah. With this big I mean, axe that he just throws at people and slaps with. Look what happened with like Wind Waker and stuff like that. That's true. You know, people for whatever like 
uh, not for whatever reason. We understand why the Xbox was a huge proponent of this, but like people wanted like realistic looking stuff. They wanted like the biggest, best graphics, and the GameCube obviously couldn't offer that. But uh, I would argue. Uh, the Wind Waker was the best graphics. It was amazing. Game looks incredible still, even today without the HD version. Oh yeah, it still looks great. But back then, people were like, "Oh no, these graphics suck." It's like, no, these graphics are amazing. The yeah. fact that they are able to make this stuff look cartoony and it runs well, <laughs> and GameCube like, is amazing. Toward the end of its life, really wanted to show like that they could do that when yeah. they made uh, Resident Evil Four. Right. They were like, yeah, we might not have the specs of the other people, but like we can do it just as well. Oh, and then yeah. Resident Evil 4 went on to become, you know, one of the best-selling, most critically acclaimed games of all time. Yeah, this game looks fun. Dude, it's so fun. I kind of want to play it. Like I might I might go home before work <laughs> and actually just bust it out cuz I I mean it's it's sitting in my in my little cabinet. Right. It's uh, one of my treasures. Yeah, I mean, just to, trying to imagine what this game would look like today. Like, yeah. imagine this. Like, you can keep this art style 100%. Yeah, I mean, like, it still looks pretty good. And you can give them all kind of like, maybe like a little bit, like, they, you can make them really look like toys. Yeah. Like, you can yeah. give them like scratches and stuff and like buff out some of like their paint here and there. Yeah. But like, like maybe they're like a little smudged as in they some get spots. damaged and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Like, as they get damaged, like the paint starts to like chip away and yep. like all that kind of stuff. I would be. That would be really fucking cool. You could cool. have, like, little mini skill trees for each one. Yeah. Like, there's a lot you could do. Uh, oh, yeah. And multiplayer in this game was fun, too. Me and my buddy played uh, co-op a couple times. Oh, nice. Um, More games need that was That was pretty fun, because you could... It was up to four players, so you could oh, do, like, 2v2. Um, but you would get... And you could trade. So, like, I could take my memory card over to my buddies. If he had it, he didn't. I was the only one that had it. Had it. But you could take your memory card over, and you could be like, ooh, you've got... The Gatling gun bot, and I've got Yo-Yo Girl. Let's yeah. let's switch it up. All right, that's mine. What's yours? Uh, so quick side note: doing some research on Gotcha Force, and uh, it got just terrible reviews when yeah. it came out. Yeah, I got destroyed. Damn. It was awful. Um, but it has gained a cult following, and uh, allegedly Capcom themselves seem to consider the game as one of their favorites. Oh, it is a Capcom game. I should, I should oh, say that. Okay. It's a Capcom game. Uh, the official Japanese website is stocked with concept art, videos, and screenshots of the developers messing around. There's a toy and manga line in Japan, though it's extremely rare. What? Huh. That's True cool. You're going to start collecting. And uh, fun fact, in March 2012... Nine years after its original release, Capcom reprinted copies for the GameCube, which stirred talk of a possible future sequel, but of course nothing has happened. Well, mine's the original 2003 version. Damn. Yeah. I would like to see a sequel of this game. I would uh, I would die. That'd I want really it real cool. bad. I love that game. I don't know why it got panned as hard as it did. I really don't. Right. Um, other than like, the weird storyline just being like pictures of anime people talking. Yeah, and the voice acting wasn't great. And that's something that, you know, today could be totally different. It could be yeah. like a full fledged out story or whatever. Yeah. Don't uh, try to make it serious, but No, you know. no, no. Uh, and they didn't at the time. It was very anime tropey, which I loved. Sometimes campy is fun. Sometimes campy is fun. So my game is a game that there are still people asking for. Uh, mine is is not a, it's 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 the threequel <laughs> of a game. Oh, that's cheating. I know. Uh, it, you know it technically counts. It's sequential. <laughs> well, I mean, but it already got a sequel. What is it? I as though I don't know. Want Battle for Middle yeah, Earth I three? Figured. Yeah. So badly, Jackson. Okay, yeah. now now here's here's the truth. They're just matter. gonna fuck it up. Here's here's the thing. There are two directions they could go with this game and i would love both um there are actually there's a lot of directions they could go and a lot of them are bad but there's two that would be great <laughs> one direction that they could go with it is keep it just like battle for middle earth, battle for middle earth 2 and just you know keep it that kind of style of rts it's a base builder you, you throw out, like, your troops and stuff like that while you're trying to build and maintain a base a la Age of Empires. Yeah. Now, Battle for Middle-Earth 1, let me clarify, for if you've never played the games, Battle for Middle-Earth 2 is very much in the vein of Age of Empires, that style. Uh, Battle for Middle-Earth 1 is very different. You start out with your castle, and you only have a certain number of build spots. Yeah, it was, like, optimized and made 
for consoles. It was like an RTS made for the Xbox 360. And uh, like I never played it. On, I, we, we played it on PC. Um, I played it on 360, and my buddy had it. But uh, and then he had the second one on PC. But he had the yeah. first one, I believe, on on 360. And people love or hate both. Or like you know, like like some people love the first one. They don't really like the second one because it's so different. Some people love the second one, but they don't really like the first one because it's so different. And some people like both of them. And I'm watching gameplay right now. Did they actually show footage from the movie? In the they corner? did. I don't remember that. Uh, they might not have on the Xbox version, but on the PC version, uh, they, not only did they use pictures of the cast from so. Uh, this is based off of the movie versions of Lord of the Rings. These are not yeah. based off the book versions. Yeah. Uh, in the first one, they used pictures from the movies and they used clips from the movies. Uh, in the second one, they didn't at all. The second one was actually a story of uh, that's not in the movies. It's the story of the Witch King. Or I'm sorry, that's Rise of the Witch King. Uh, the second that's the expansion, one, right? Yeah, that's the expansion. Which amazing expansion. Um, but the second one, it all takes place before. Uh, the mainline story. So it's elves and dwarves and stuff fighting, like, you know, all of Sauron's forces and stuff back before it was the story of the One Ring. Yeah. And then Rise of the Witch King is the story about how the Witch King destroyed Numenor and all that kind of shit. Classic Numenor. Classic Numenor and how, you know, the Plantier, like, got into, like, their hands, all that kind of, all that kind of fun jazz. Uh, So they could either stick in this vein they could they could keep it an Age of Empires esque type game, and I would I would still love that. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of games like that. Aside from Age of Empires four, most games have now gone in the direction of the other direction that I would still be happy of, the Total War direction. Yeah, I would also love if they just decided, hey, what if we did like a a, a Lord of the Rings Total War of of Battle for Middle Earth. What if we 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 start from scratch? We said Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth, and this time it is Total War style of game. Yeah, I would still love that. I love the Total War games. Uh, I think Lord of the Rings is a great IP for something like that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially during the period before the One Ring and all that. You know, hell. The Rings of Power is going to take place in a time period yeah, where there's war. Yeah, I was war. just thinking that. Yeah, where like, there's war all the time. Yeah, it's it's hot. Like, it's a hot IP. It will always be a hot IP. Uh, there, there's so much to tell in the Lord of the Rings universe. Uh, we almost always just get, like, tellings of stuff that has to do with the One Ring. Um, and I would love to see more that doesn't have to do with the One Ring. Um, yeah. But uh, that's, I would just... I want that so badly. Maybe we will get something like that in the future, but I mean, the next game coming out in Lord of the Rings is well. There's two. There's the Gollum one, which I'm oh, not excited right. for. I don't. I really don't. Does anyone care that much about Gollum? What I would love <laughs> is I would love if if it comes out and it's just Gollum modded into Metal Gear. There we go. I would there play the hell out of that. He, does he get a gun? Oh yeah, yeah. Gollum it's literally just Gollum's model there in go. Metal Gear with a new yep. voiceover. So like in the mission <laughs> you. when you're looking at the butts Sick. trying to find the right soldier. <laughs> that sounds great, actually. I'd play the hell out of that. That would be fucking funny. What's the other Lord of the Rings game? Uh, they're coming out with this like dwarf one. Where you're, oh, weird. yeah, it's sort of. I think it's like a survival yeah, kind okay. of one. Everyone uh, got to make a survival Evan, game, I guess. You know, it's got that Minecraft-esque kind of yeah. style They to announced it. a game called Lord of the Rings Heroes of Middle-Earth. Uh, that'll oh, feature yeah, immersive storytelling, turn-based combat, deep collection systems, and a wide roster of characters. The reason that, why I'm jumping in here with this... Is it Fire Emblem? Is Yep. Um, oh, that sounds dope, actually. I don't know. It seems like it. Um, players battle through iconic stories from the world of Tolkien and take up the fight against the great evils of Middle-Earth. Huh. Um... There's a very good chance that Battle for Middle-Earth 3 is going to happen. I want that so badly. Uh, and the big reason why is because all of the Lord of the Rings licenses just transferred over. Yeah. That was the holdup, was the licensing. They had already started it, from what I can tell. Right. From what I'm seeing in my research, my Googling. I mean, you might get your wish then. Yes. I won't get mine. You're you definitely yours. not getting yours, but I might get mine. Actually, I wouldn't say you're definitely not. There is a chance. That Capcom's fucking weird, man. Yeah, like we weird. could, we could just get it. I mean, we're getting a battle network, like freaking, oh, which yes. I wasn't ever expecting. Yes. Ever. But uh, uh, you might get a new Gotcha Force. I might get my battle from Earth Three. Yeah. God, I hope it's good though. They could I, fuck it up. I can't. 
I they could can't go guarantee that. You know, because so I was talking earlier about the directions that they could go that would be a fuck up. Uh, obviously, if they went a Dawn of War three direction, that would be terrible. Um, but also, if they went like a Dawn of War two direction, I still don't think I would like that. I I will I will be the person that stands by and say Dawn of War two is a good game. You it shouldn't could, have been a Dawn of War game. You could make Dawn of War two work. If you had like a squad of people that weren't necessarily the main story people right. that you pimped out with equipment. That type of game could yeah. work. I don't want that to be the battle. 100%. For That's 100%. like like, yeah, yeah. like I did not want Dawn of War 2 to be Dawn of War 2. Yeah. You Dawn of War 2 is a great game. It shouldn't have been the Dawn of War game. It should yeah. have just been Warhammer 40k uh you know whatever fun name they gave it. Uh something dark and edgy probably uh, yeah. but like that shouldn't have been dawn of war 2 um and now you've got the fucking asymmetrical gamer and me going like well you could do a whole thing where you're you start you have your frodo and sam right and like one of you plays as uh the heroes the other one plays as sauron and his forces and your goal is to get sam and frodo there and they have like all these like stealthy things but you're mm. both making armies to like fight because the other way to win is if you just you know destroy your opponent completely right um, but if Sam and Frodo die, you also lose. So then you've got to play this this double game, this so micromanage- it's the ultimate escort mission. You've got to play this, <laughs> yeah. You've got to play this micromanage real time game of hiding Sam and Frodo and getting them where you want. So the forces of Sauron have to like split to try to find them. Right. That could be interesting. There yeah. could be something there. I yeah. I I would I would I would totally be down for a total war style of game. I don't think I would be down for like a four X style of game just because. You know, I'm not super huge into 4X games. Yeah. Um, but a Total War style or still stay in that Age of Empires style of game, I would absolutely be down. Logan, what about you? That. You got any? Yeah, I've been thinking as you guys have been talking, and um, I would love to throw out uh, one or two if I can give an honorable mention. As yeah, well. please. Absolutely. Um, I want to do my honorable mention first because. It doesn't deserve a sequel. <laughs> oh, good. But if one came out, I would play it. <laughs> it's a bad game. It's maybe one of the worst games. It's the of Last all time. of Us Two, the uh, New Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Let me see if I can find it. Is it um, one of the worst of all time? It's one of the worst games ever. I think. Um, so you want a EC sequel? <laughs> but I played it for <laughs> so many hours. Uh, okay, here we go. This will work. Frog fractions. It's the this Fisher, is Fisher Metropolis Price. Mania. What? You ever heard of this game? No. What oh. Oh, buddy. You will be introduced. Oh, Whoa. buddy. Walt Disney. Why? But he's got like a Hitler stash. So you are a town builder, and you create towns. And you move people in. You have to. It's a. It's a city building and planning game. Got it. But it's very weird. Uh, yeah, it definitely looks very weird. It's extremely weird. The, the man looks like a bobblehead. It's it's pop figures before pop figures were a thing. And so the gameplay actually looks like this. So what you the so you move around, and you as yourself, you have magic chalk. <laughs> Rudy's, Rudy's got, got the, the chalk. chalk. <laughs> <laughs> and you you draw roads and you designate where people move in. And then you talk to them and you build relationships. And you have to solve problems and. Huh. Oh my goodness. It's a whole. Weird. Oh my goodness. Oh, that dude has somehow no nose and all of the nose <laughs> simultaneously. I'm pretty sure this was like a like a two dollar game in a bin at Toys R Us. When that I would got make it. sense. Yeah, yeah, that tracks. I'm but feeling that. I played it forever. Um, Aiden Cruz, age 23. So hey girl. when it came out, it has a 63 out of 100 on Metacritic. Um, it did get a sequel, um, Atropolis Mania 2, which was hot trash, oh. like borderline unplayable. Good, good. IGN gave it a 2. They figured oh, out. Oh, dang. All right. That's that's how you know it's So they quality. looked at this, and they were like, uh, people kind of like this one, but we really wanted it to be worse. Yeah. <laughs> we did too well. We did too well. It's like well. the producer. Whoa! That old man is just eyebrows and beard. So you get the idea. What's your other one? So that's an honorable mention. If they ever made another Metropolis Mania game. You'd be down for it. I would play it, but man, um, this was uh, this was a Natsumi game, which I really love them. They made all the like Harvest Moon games. Yeah. Or they, they were the uh, local publisher here in the United States. Uh, the other one um, I would love to throw out. 
is scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. This one. Uh, no, there's an ad playing. Uh, the sequel to the timer. It's a PlayStation 1 game called The Legend of Dragoon. Oh, fuck yeah! Oh. Which I would love for to be resurrected. Yup. Either to get a sequel or to even get a reboot. Yup. I want to play that game. It's a great I game. I always hear so much about it. Dude, I loved Legend it. I never finished it because it's, it's so good. So long. Yeah, it, it is. And I was a child. <laughs> um,. Oh my god, so good! But great game. And the combat with like the button pressing, like pseudo quick time, it's fucking great. It's so good. Um, yeah, really good game. God, you know I am actually so I've talked about. I think I've briefly talked about before how I don't really love turn based games that much. But honestly, if you did add like almost like a rhythm game element to it, I would be a hundred percent down. That's like Mega Man Command Mission. Yeah, like I like I'm I'm all for like giving me a, like. Even more control yep. and making it feel like I'm doing it's like the moves. like Paper Mario. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I love yep. like 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 Paper Mario and like the Mario. That's another game that never. It got a spiritual successor technically, but the Mario RPG game. Oh yeah, it never um, really got a sequel. Uh, Legend of the Seven Stars. Yeah, Legend of the Seven Super Stars. I like Paper Mario is the spiritual successor of that game. Yeah, but it never got a real one. Yeah. Whatever happened to uh, Gino? And that man, because now I want to talk about Dragon Valor, which is a game probably no one's ever heard of. Well, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like now I'm thinking of like all like the old games that, uh, like, or Dragon Guard. There's a game called uh, to wrap this up real quick. There's a game called Otogi, or Otogi, or something like that. Otoga. <laughs> yep. Uh, o t o g i. Uh, it was this game, and I want to say it was. I'm trying to. I was trying to look it up. I want to say it was made by like FromSoft, um, or they had something to do with it. Oh, yep, there and, it is. Yeah, Atogi, Myth of Demons. Ugh, I, yeah, developer FromSoft. Um, if FromSoft made another Atogi game, I would be a hundred. It was like a. It was like a hack and slash kind of game. I feel like if they went like super like Devil May Cry style with yeah. it. Uh, I would fucking love that because yeah, be this cool. game was dope as shit. Well, we got to save some of these because we could do a second part of this episode in Absolutely. the future. No, we got to keep throwing them out. Dude, I will keep <laughs> throwing them out. Uh, I need to throw out Summoner. Did you play this one? This is a uh, PS2 game. That sounds Maybe. familiar. Oh, shit. I, okay, no, yeah. I have not. I have heard of this game. Uh, I never played it, obviously, because again, do you I didn't summon own a things? Too. Yeah, you are a summoner. You get different rings, and you can summon beasts to battle alongside yeah. you. Is it a turn-based RPG? No. Oh, weird. It's like a. It I mean, I guess kind, kind of. of? Yeah. Oh, is it rhythm-based? It's a too slow there. No. Uh. Well, yeah. I guess there was a there was a button pressing component to uh, it. Oh, like a quick time event. Yeah. Chain. Kind of. So like. And this is something I also want to touch on. These like old games and stuff like that, I would love to see like it doesn't have to be, even be a sequel. I would love to see at least someone like try something in this style. Yeah. Like someone like someone looked at someone and went, I want to make a game just like that yeah. in my universe or something like that. Yeah. I would love that. Like uh there was a game I used to play at my friend's house where it was chess, but it was a fighting game. So like all your pawns, like, you know, they had a much more I'm gonna limit play the bishop. Yeah, like they had a much more <laughs> like your pawns had a much more limited like move set or like their health bar was just like a lot smaller. Like you yeah. could still win with a pawn against like a knight, but it was a fucking uphill battle to try to beat like what that person's quote unquote knight would yeah. be. But it, yeah, it was like it was like chess, except it was a fighting game once you like uh landed on their unit. Weird. I would I would love a game like that again. Yes, oh, we need a new bully. Yeah. My last bully. one was bully. We had yeah. to throw out there. That yeah. comes up all the time, though. That yeah, does come it up really a lot. Does. That's one people are like we. What an interesting bully game. story. Like the the rise and fall of bully. Yeah, it's so interesting. It got panned hard by moms and I know for no reason. I mean, that's why I never got to play it. I know because my parents were like, "You're not going to play this game because like you play as like a school shooter." And that's how they. You that's just don't at all. And you don't. Yeah, like it was not. Uh, it was not until years and years later that i found out what bully was actually a fucking about yeah it's, it's crazy. <laughs> the entire time i thought you play it as like a bully and like you were like a fucking like school shooter and shit 
Well, I think that's going to do it for us here over at Gaming Through the Generations. Talking about the games we want to see made into sequels. If, if you got any, let us know. Please, please let us know what you, game you desperately want a sequel of. We all know it's Moonbase Commander. We um, all know. Oh, my God. It's so fun. <laughs> so fun. I love that that's like our little indie darling. I know. <laughs> if this show gets big and we can get like Moonbase Commander, like... Get those numbers up. Get those numbers up, I baby. would be so happy. Uh, we're going to head on over to the post show, which you can join us at at lasmediagroup.com slash plus. All you plus members will see us over there. But if you're not a plus member, go subscribe and like, listen to our post show. Come hang out. Um, I know I got a couple. I got a, I got a little getting even to do. I got a couple things I want to talk about uh, over in the post show. A but tease right there. Uh, just a little tease. Uh, but otherwise, you got anything else to say? You got anything else you want to do? Just remember that this show comes out every single goddamn Thursday. Every single one. Every single one. We try. We try. But Simpsons every hit and run. One. Simpsons hit and run. Yeah. Oh, this is this the the cool HD like remake thing that somebody did? Jackson, we gotta get one? out of here. Man. You're right. We, we gotta, gotta get out of here. here. Jackson, let's go play some Smash. Let's go play Smash. Ooh.